Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 29 of the Tell Stars podcast. My name is Corey. Alongside me is Max, Aaron, and Kyle. We've got a good show for you today. Um, we're going to talk about some recent news throughout the, throughout the league, uh, mainly being Fanatics, the new jersey supplier of the NHL. Surprising there. Uh, we've got a couple key injuries to some playoff teams uh, with, with their star players talking about Svetnikov and Kaprizov. And then we have a general... And Lekkanen. <laughs> and and Lekkanen. Okay, thank you. Uh, and then we've got a GM of a non-playoff team uh, fired. Maybe not surprising this one is uh, Duck Flight Theory with Philadelphia. And uh, we've also made our wild card prediction um, as we get closer to the playoffs here. So we'll be kind of going through... And each uh, one of us will talk about our wild card prediction for the East and West. And then we've got our fan favorite trivia segment um, following that. So without further ado, Max, kick us off. Perfect. Thank you. That was an extensive <laughs> agenda. <laughs> um, I love that, though, leaving off Lekkanen. You can't do that in front of Kyle. <laughs> yes. I'd, I'd say Lekkanen is better than Sveshnikov. Ooh. Hot wow. Time. Starting off strong, less than two minutes in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, welcome back to the pod. It's been a while for Aaron. I know you've been quite busy for the last little bit. <laughs> and so have everyone here. Yeah, it's been a tough schedule for a few weeks, but we're definitely excited to all be back together again. Lots of stuff that we've missed to cover. Yeah, I mean, not too much news. Um, a lot to talk about when it comes to the teams, though, and the whole playoff race as we wind down towards the end of the season. Um, we do want to talk, firstly, about um, last episode. Uh, we did list our winners and losers of the trade deadline, and I, um, I mean, I think a lot of us would have had them as the losers, but I talked about the Philadelphia Flyers being a loser. Uh, flash forward about three or four days after that, and Chuck Fletcher uh, was relieved of his duties. Um, so that was quite interesting. I think that was eventually going to happen. Fans were not too happy, to say the least, uh, with the work he was bun doing there. Um, so I think that's a <laughs> good move for them, to be honest. Um, so pretty much what I said last episode. I think they, I said they need to get rid of him. <laughs> and they did. And they did. <laughs> yep. Funny. Yep. Now it'll only take the next GM several years to, uh, to fix what Fletcher's done with all of his Albatross contracts. Yeah. Yeah, they got quite a few. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're a very interesting team. You got Tortorella behind the bench as well. So he's not going to be uh, looking to for a four or five year rebuild. So we shall see what they have in mind this summer. Could be a fire sale. We shall see. Does, uh, does Tortorella last in Philly past the summer? I don't think he'd actually be a bad coach for a rebuild. Yeah, I, I would definitely give it at least another season. I don't yeah. see the, any reason to get rid of him right now. <laughs> yeah, like like he he's a he's a. I mean, you've seen it in like Columbus when he's taken teams that should not make the playoffs to the playoffs. So, yeah. I mean, maybe he he he'd be be a good coach to kind of set up a hardworking culture because he doesn't take anything mm-hmm. but the hardest of efforts from his players. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's gotten yep. some good efforts out of some of his players. Um, <clears throat> you think of Travis Konechny, he was having a great season up until his injury. Carter Hart has kind of come mm-hmm. back into things, uh, so maybe he can revive some of these other younger players and veterans as well. Um, so maybe they'll be back in the playoffs sooner than we may think. I think the one thing that, that could push 
Tortorella out the door is just how he hasn't gotten along with two of their highest paid forwards being <laughs> Kevin Hayes and Joel Farabee. Both of them are having a bit down season, so. Yes. <laughs> so that's definitely someone you can look to see on the move, that being Kevin Hayes and possibly Farabee. Um, so, yeah. So we can move is on. Joel, is Joel Farabee one of their highest paid forwards? Five mil a year for the next. Wow. Uh, for the next, like, five or six years? One, two, three, four, six. Five yeah. mil a year? Wow. Yeah, for the next six years. But he had a really good... He kind of had a breakout season a couple years ago. His second year in the NHL, he had... Ah, uh, you know what? No, he did Ah, uh, last year. No, sorry, last year. Last year's third year in the league. 50 points in 63 games on a brutal Philadelphia team, so... Wait, how many? 50 points in 63 games. Isn't... I'm... Um... I think that's his penalty minutes. Um, Is it? Oh, shit, my bad. Thank yeah. you. Oh, yeah, see, I was looking at the wrong category, and then I stopped myself. Yeah, second year in the league, 38 points in 55 <laughs> games. Not bad for a sophomore. Okay. So, thanks, that's... Corey. Um, I will. I will say, too, speaking of um, not with Philly, but our our deadline winners and losers i had edmonton as a loser and since then maybe they heard me but they've gone one i think eight of their last 10 and Eckholm has just been um on fire with that squad so uh still gotta wait to see the playoff performance but that's certainly uh working in their favor as of right now so i was wrong so far on that one I forget if I told you you were wrong when you said it, but I felt that you were wrong when you said it. Oh, I think you told me. That's yeah. I think you told me. <laughs> Seems like a Kyle thing to do. You two going at okay. it. Okay. Well, it's more you two always going at it. Yeah. We love each other. Yeah, we do. We do. Okay. We can actually move on now. Um, so, like Corey mentioned, we have quite a few key injuries to some. Uh, soon-to-be playoff teams. Um, this one uh, that happened shortly after the last episode was uh, Kirill Kaprizov, um, who got squished uh, by Logan Stanley. And no, I'm not really sure coding that. He literally did get squished. Um, I believe he's out for around four weeks or so, give or take, which basically takes it to playoffs. Uh, I know that does impact... Kyle's fantasy lineup the most, yeah. I would say. I completely, yeah. Yeah, that sucked. I had to replace... <laughs> who did I replace? It was Kaprasov with, like... Okay, I, Jake Gensel, I guess, so it wasn't that bad, but... That doesn't seem Still, that bad. <laughs> I mean, my team has just been a dumpster fire all year, so I really don't think anything would really change it. Close matchup this week with Aaron, though, in the quarterfinals. I'm down by around three points. Tomorrow's the last day of the matchup. Yeah, it's going to be a close finish for sure. Yep. Yeah, you two uh, are neck and neck. Or, or who is it right now? Kyle and yeah, Aaron. Or, or, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. neck and neck. You're you're running away with your matchup. Uh, it's, it's It was... It was uh, only like six point difference today. Really? Yeah, but uh, I had less games played, so. Okay, you got twenty some points, and like you. Oh yeah, I've won. I've, I'm gonna win now. Like yeah, now. yeah you, you've beat him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Yay me! Okay. <laughs> yeah. God, Mike's not here, anyways. <laughs> yeah, can't go. Yeah, but if Kaprizov can come back uh, around playoffs, that's that'll be good. Don't know to what extent. I mean, he might not be tough with that lower body injury. That's a blow for Minnesota for sure. 
obviously their best player. He can't even like practice with them or anything. So you just hope he can keep in well enough shape to just kind of roll right into playoff mode, which could definitely be a challenge. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. They've been rolling without him though. Like they're one of the hottest teams. Right they now. have been. I thought they were gonna. I thought they were gonna but, slow down after yeah. a few games um, mm-hmm. without him. But yeah, they've been. They've been rocking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ryan Reeves to replace them in the lineup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what was there? They picked up a couple depth guys, didn't they, at the deadline? Well, Klingberg's on the IR. Okay. He's, he's and then they got Mojo. Who? <laughs> uh, Marcus Johansson from Washington oh, was from Washington. Right, classic Mojo. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I did you not know Mojo? Yeah, <laughs> He's Mojo, been traded man. so many times. He has. Yeah. to trade him. <laughs> he might be up there on that trade uh, list. In, like amount of times. Mm. Yeah, he's a he's a deadline teams. Whoops. Classic deadline. Uh, acquisition guy. Yeah. Same as like Carl Hagelin. I feel like that guy always gets traded. <laughs> he was until he until he joined that um that line in Pittsburgh with Benino and oh who's the other guy? Oh, uh, Kessel. That was the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. MLK. Uh, no, HLK. H. HBK. HBK. MLK. MLK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. To, to to that was like, see, that was a Rutherford move that was good. That entire line was trade was traded for, and then they won two cups of amazing uh, yeah. acquisitions. Though. Well, we can move on to the next one here. <clears throat> Yeah, uh, we won't forget about this one, uh, <laughs> unlike Corey at the start. So Arturi Lekkinen, I believe he broke one of his Finger. fingers. Yeah, for, and he's out for about five-ish, five to six weeks. Yeah. That was a week ago. Um, so obviously that definitely means he'll be around first round. You know, late yeah, first late round, first round. Yeah. yeah, it's not a nice. I injury. mean, it, it. I mean, Kadri played like a. Like a week after it happened, or like a few days after the, a similar thing happened to him. So, um, if the first round gets dicey, I'm sure Lekkonen can play. But hopefully, we win the the conference or win the division, and he doesn't have to play. Plus, Colorado is always so good in the first round and so bad in the second round. So, <laughs> but. Colorado's still rolling. They're keeping up with with uh, Minnesota and Dallas now, so it'll be a tight race for the for the div- division. Very, very close race in that sense, though. And like, the, the whole West actually is is crazy. Yeah, exactly. That's 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 one thing we were kind of thinking was like it's anyone's conference, it's anybody's divisions in the West. Whereas the, I mean, there's a conference in the East where. It's still wide open, but the other one's locked up big time by Boston, so. Yeah. Heck yeah. Moving on to the last one here. Um, this one being a lot, a little bit more impactful, that is because he will be out for the playoffs as well, and that is Andrei Svechnikov of Carolina, uh, mm-hmm. who tore his ACL. Um, very unfortunate for him and the team as they look to well want to go on a pretty deep run here and we'll have to do so without one of their top players who always is on the radar to break out (laughs) (laughs) right there i'll draft him eventually and he'll break out i swear to god (laughs) so i'll get a patch so, so with Pacioretty and Sveshnikov injured, that brings Stefan no- Noison to the top six. Their top two lines are Teravainen, Aho, Nichas, and Jarvis, Kokniemi, Noison. And they get out of the second round. And they get out of the second round. I think, yes, they can. 
But that's a huge blow to Carolina. Uh, that's really, really tough for them to take out. Like they were, pri- or you know, I think they were primed for a deep run, and obviously this is their window. I think they were a cup contender this year. Um, not saying they can't, but yeah, that, that that's a pretty tough blow to one of their top players. Um, but the makeup, the makeup of the team is still a winning mentality team. I think they still can move past the second round. My thoughts. So with that, they'd have to go through New Jersey or the Rangers. Um, yep. Yep. Yeah, you think? I that? think <laughs> I I I, th- I think they play a good game, um, and I think they play a, a winning game. Um, so. And it's hockey, so I think one player's absence isn't a, a deal breaker, but it definitely makes it a lot tougher for them for sure. Max, Aaron, do you guys agree? Yeah, I would agree that I don't think that it's going to kill their chances of moving a little bit farther, but a long ways down the stretch, it will definitely impact them. Um, but yeah, like Corey said, they're so well rounded, Carolina, that it's not going to be like a make or break kind of injury for them. Yeah, I'd be similar there. Um, you know, he's a pretty big body, which definitely would bode well for him and the team in the playoffs. Because um, especially after less, hearing that top six, uh, not a lot of, like, size and kind of mm-hmm. grit to it. Um, <laughs> Kotkaniemi so... is not gritty. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so, you know. In the long run, it definitely could, especially when there could be possibly more injuries, and you know playoffs can do that. So they have a very good lineup that's still very evident, since they haven't really slowed down that much since this injury. Um, but playoffs are a different uh, story. That's fair. That's fair. I I think the Rangers and the Devils got too good over the the trade deadline, and that. If either of those teams is able to stay healthy, I think that they would get through Carolina no problem. I think it opens up a door for Pugliarvi to um, do something he hasn't done in his career, which is break out. Um, yeah. so, so, I mean, yeah. he's in Svechnikov's <laughs> spot? <laughs> well, they both play right side, I think right wing or i think um either way they're both wingers so i mean carolina that's one of the forwards they picked up at the deadline so it's an opportunity it's an opportunity for him or someone else to step up yeah Corey, i i definitely agree with you there given that uliarvi has never played with a center of the quality of yes barry cockney before (laughs) right this is uh yeah, he's playing. Well, you with, know, he's playing in Edmonton with some guy named um, Leon and some guy named David, and they just weren't very good. So some German, mm. some Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he maybe he'll find some uh, chemistry with fellow Finn Kotkaniemi. <laughs> We will find out. Mm-hmm. Moving along, Maxwell. Well, thank you. Um, doing a little transition for me. <laughs> uh, so, over the last few days, we did learn about uh, the Fanatics becoming the NHL's uh, jersey supplier, manufacturer and supplier, um, starting in 2020, I believe it's 2025. Um so after next season, and they signed on for 10 years. Um, pretty crazy. Um, the, the likes of Nike, um, Adidas obviously choosing not to extend. You know, a lot, lot of other companies, obviously. Uh, so get ready for a lot of fanatics <laughs> for the next 10 years. Um, how do we feel about this, everyone? Uh-huh. In a way, I feel like it's almost like this was the cheapest deal the NHL could get. That's that's kind of the vibe I get when I see Fanatics. Um, <laughs> I know we talked about jerseys contracts 
ages ago in one of our very early episodes about, I think it was that back then when Adidas was expiring and, oh, who's going to take over? I don't think any of us had Fanatics mentioned at all. I don't even think it was a thought. (laughs) We would have laughed. Yeah. If someone mentioned that. (laughs) I'm definitely surprised, um, but then not surprised when I think about the cost aspect of it. I feel like in the end, they're going to probably just end up being slightly less quality jerseys for a more expensive price is my thought on that one. <laughs> yeah. Corey, mm-hmm. Kyle, similar. I, yeah. I mean, I don't want to talk too much about it. Uh, Cause I don't really, at the end of the day, who cares? Um, I'm sure the quality will bump up now that they have to make now they're the, making the official jerseys. I don't know. Kind of surprising. I'd never heard of Fanatics before they started making NHL jerseys in the first place. Um, 10 years is a long time. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I'm kind of disappointed by it because every other pro sports league has Nike and uh, NHL has what weird interpreting is like a cheap knockoff jersey brand um i'm sure if you spent five minutes looking on the internet you could find a ton of terrible quality jerseys that fanatics has released when it comes to the nhl jerseys i'm i'm pretty sure that they're all made like going back like decades they're all made in the same factory in montreal so the quality won't change it'll just be like a little bit of a design difference um I just hope it doesn't. They don't change it to look like, like, just worse. Because I think the, the Adidas jerseys were really nice. So, fanatics well, jerseys so far are meant to be kind of a lower option, aren't they? So I think um, now, right? It, in a way, I, I think that's how they want to 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 introduce themselves to like doing like hockey jerseys and stuff but yeah it's 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 one of those things where like fanatics owns a bunch of other brands and a lot of them are actually pretty high quality so uh, well i mean do you fault nhl for maybe taking a cheaper deal not spending a ton of money on nike jerseys just because nike is the supplier of all the other leagues like it's okay to yeah. not do that wouldn't Fanatics pay the NHL for the rights? Uh, like, they'd be paying the NHL, hey, we'll give you this money, and we want to be able to sell these jerseys and make a bunch of money off of it. No? Yeah. So maybe they made a big... Maybe they, it should be that way. <laughs> maybe, they, maybe they put a big offer in. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I mean it's, it's $70 million a year um, over the next 10 years, so... So maybe Nike didn't offer as much. Yeah, they are. They already have which, the length, which makes the sense because because the NHL hasn't kept up with the with the revenue of other leagues such as NBA, sure, NFL. I mean, I don't know what MLB is like, but um, yeah, it's it's it kind of feels like the NHL's never really taken the two steps forward that the other leagues have taken. So this deal represents that perfectly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so get ready. Um, look for Adidas to be on clearance in the next, well, after next yeah. season. So True. stock up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's probably what I'm excited for. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, last bit of news here uh, before we move on to a little bit of uh, more just kind of discussion-y talk um, is the long-time... Um, color commentator uh, John Garrett um, announced just that was last home game or last game for the Canucks it would have been two days ago this time um, that this will be his last season uh, doing the gig Um, so it's pretty sad to hear I watched him make the announcement live Um, truth be told I did like step out and I walked back into the living room to see him talking uh, and it was about 
probably 30 seconds into his speech and I heard him saying thank you and all that and I was like uh oh (laughs) (laughs) so pretty sad to hear because obviously for me he's been doing it since I could hear and listen to the Canucks uh, on the radio and TV so pretty sad to hear yeah he's been good John and John has been a good uh, tandem for a while um I like the goalie takes he's had. I think that's been <laughs> um, neat and beneficial to hear uh, when he talks about usually like whoever's in net for the Canucks, but he's got some good takes on that that not non-goalies have. Um, yeah, good for him. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's just they've been such a strong combo throughout the years, John and John. It'll be weird not having them together, but... I'm sure the long season traveling to away games gets tough after a while. Um, he yeah. didn't say he was stepping fully away from everything, so who knows, we might see him in some other roles here and there with Sportsnet doing something, but it'll be interesting to see who's going to replace him now. Yeah. yeah. And I've heard people have... say they want Bieksa to come back, but I don't, oh. don't know oh. that one. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't think he would do that. I don't uh, think he would do that, but that would be no great. No camera yeah, <laughs> role. <laughs> <laughs> No camera. Uh, <laughs> he needs his face. I think so. Yeah. That'd be quite funny. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> yeah. Don Garrett always had like the food takes too. He'd always talk about like his favorite, um, like uh, Rogers Arena food or like. Yeah. <laughs> he always had like interesting comments. So. Yeah. Not to mention he was part of our, one of our trivia segments oh, as yeah. well. Yeah, uh, where I unfortunately did, you know, call out one of his mean nicknames, uh, Lotto, which referenced his <laughs> really bad goals against average. <laughs> uh, oh. And Cheech. So this is your formal apology. Right. To him yeah, now. <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> Don't ever call him that when you see him. Yeah. Cool. So that's about it for the news. Um, Obviously, post-deadline, there's not going to be much other than injuries and funny stuff. Playoffs on the radar soon. Yeah, I think think now we'll just kind of shift our way over to our um, wild card race that that we were kind of alluding to earlier. Um, Fortunately for us, there's... Not a lot to talk about because it's just a couple of teams that are battling for the last spots in 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 the playoffs. Um, collectively as a group, we all have for the Western Conference, Winnipeg and Seattle keeping hold of their playoff spots. So that means no Calgary in the playoffs, no Flames, which is crazy if you think back to the start of the year when. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. When when they made all the big moves and saved their off season by by um, acquiring Huberto and re-signing him and re-signing Uyghur and signing Kadri, and here we are, um, seventy games into the season, and that team is just the shell of what they were yeah. in past seasons. Um, have you guys heard much about? players um kind of speaking out against the coach i haven't haven't no okay but yeah i mean i've just heard that's been kind of what's because daryl sutter has been a very hot topic for the last month or if not longer because they have struggled really just all year they have not all year they just haven't gained any momentum their defense um, has been tragic. Their goaltending has goaltending struggled bad. as well. Um, their scoring is good. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Mangiapane fell off a cliff this year, which they really needed him, and they didn't get him. Um, Tyler Toffoli's been been unreal for mm-hmm. for a top six player. So so he's really the one that's been carrying them the past couple weeks. But that hasn't been enough. Um, now, I know Kadri is spoken out in a roundabout way about his relationship with Sutter and just the difficulties he's been facing lately. Huberto's agent, Alan Walsh, of course, is uh, tweeting oh, about it. 
And I, I think I think the rest is just kind of just like the attitude around around the dressing room just isn't very healthy, so so none of us think Calgary is gonna make a huge push in the last ten games, correct? Uh, they thought they could, but I see in the last few weeks they just haven't won key games or no. close games. They just haven't won or they've come out with complete duds where they lose like one nothing or three nothing. Uh so that's turned me off of them. I don't think they have that like final gear to to push their way in there. Yeah. Like like the bottom teams in in the league they're usually pretty good with. Um they beat San Jose and Anaheim this week, um scoring five goals in both of those games, but any team that's any better they can't they can't get anything together. So and 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 exactly like you're saying, Corey, like if, if, if they if their offense does show up, then their defense and goaltending have an off night. Or right. Versa, so right. Yeah, and they sorry, what's that? I was gonna say, and of course there are nights where they put it all together, but it's like one game and then the next three games are back and forth, so yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. They may have, they may have needed uh I mean if a coaching change is imminent this off season, they may have needed it uh halfway through the year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But not to worry because all their guys are will be here next year and then the year after. <laughs> and many years after, so not a to worry time there. To fix themselves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I think Max Nerny guys some uh, stats as well. Very, uh, I I can't remember fully, but I do remember uh, that Calgary <clears throat> this season has the most uh, one goal like losses. So like losing by only a single dit, you know, goal. Uh, they yeah. also have zero third period comebacks when they're trailing. Oh my! I mean, so that really shows how. They just can't. They just can't muster up any, you know, momentum. No scoring. They just can't do anything. So when you have zero, that's a pretty bad sign. <laughs> yeah. Well, Huberto has fourteen goals. <laughs> like that's incredible. Incredibly low. Magiapani <laughs> um, with fourteen. Well, they only have three players that have more than twenty. Yeah. And that's like 21, 22, and Toffoli with 29. Yeah. Like that's, yeah, that's, that's, just, that's not good. Yeah. No, they're, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just can't. Yeah, they really, like, they lost their couple big scoring star players thinking they got equal high scoring star players in return who just haven't panned out at all the way that they probably hoped they would. Yeah. There's always next yeah. year. <laughs> and the year after. <laughs> yeah. And the next eight years with Huberto under contract. Yep. And Uyghur. <laughs> yep. Um, so myself, Corey, and Max both had Seattle Winnipeg as the wild cards um, at the end of the season. Aaron, you got Edmonton, Winnipeg. You think Seattle's going to bump up? I do, yeah. So I, I was just looking at the schedules between Edmonton versus Seattle at the end of the season here. Um, I think Edmonton's is a little bit tougher. They play LA a couple times, which, I mean, those are two pretty tight teams. If LA takes both those games, that'll put a hit to Edmonton standings for sure. And then you look at Seattle, on the other hand, they play Chicago, Arizona three times, Anaheim. So I think they definitely have a possibility to make a really strong push at the end here and just get a slight edge over Edmonton at the end of the season. Nice. Very good investive or investigative uh, <laughs> prowess. And we'll shift over to the East. This one is a bit more all over the place. Corey, who do you got for your wild card spots and who do you have um, just missing out? Uh, Florida and New York Islanders in Pittsburgh out. Uh, I wouldn't really be surprised with any um, combination with those three teams, but 
uh, I think Florida will get hot and push in and Islanders always seem to be good and make it. So I have Pittsburgh out. Nice, that's, Max. That's, that's my thought process. Okay. Not as uh, not as depth as Aaron's, but there it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, Max, you got similar. Very similar. Yeah, I got Islanders in Florida as my two wild cards. Um, it was a really tough choice. Um, like Pittsburgh, I have just missing. Not to mention Buffalo and Washington and even Ottawa. Yeah. They're all right there. But I just feel like yeah. Pittsburgh has been super cold lately. Jari's been in and out of the lineup, and even when he's in, he hasn't been that great. I think Florida definitely just has that firepower that can kind of just get them hot. Uh, Kachuk's been insane. Barkov, when he does play, is really good. So I think they can make a jump here. And I was saying before... Uh, we recorded, started recording. I want the Islanders to go as far into the playoffs as possible since the Canucks no longer have their <laughs> first round pick. <laughs> yes. So go, go far. Go win the cup. <laughs> so, Aaron, yeah. how about yours? Aaron, yeah, not yeah, great on got? that parade, um, but I don't have <laughs> the Islanders making the wild card spot. Um for the same reason that I did for the West there, um, just based on how recent times have been going and their schedule going forward, I feel like the Islanders are the most likely to fall off just due to who they're playing. Tampa a couple times, Carolina a couple times. Um, I think Florida has the possibility to make a push with their roster, so I could see that happening. I think it's going to be a really tight finish. Um, it's going to probably come down to a single point, but yeah, I'd have... Pittsburgh and Florida coming out on top of that race. Nice. I have Pittsburgh and the Islanders, and I have Florida not making it. Um, and I'm just kind of basing mine off of what I've seen recently when I've watched Pittsburgh and Florida. And I don't really watch Islanders because they're boring as hell, but um, <laughs> Pittsburgh absolutely dominated Colorado the other night. So I think if they can keep playing like that for the last 10 games, then they'll make it in. Um, and Florida is, well, I mean, Florida has been doing better lately, but I find that when they need to win most, they find a way of choking. Like today against the Rangers, they had a two nothing lead and they needed to win and they end up losing five to three. So just, just not the consistency you need at the end stretch here so that's my decision and I'm probably wrong <laughs> yep well you were right about the Canucks getting hot at the end of the year so I'll give yeah. You that. yeah absolutely a great segue into our next topic Corey um, Rick Tockett would, it, would I say he was 14-9-2 this season with the Canucks yeah I think so 14-9-2, so well above 500. If he wins a couple more games, he's basically guaranteed 500, as I predicted. Um, the Canucks, with the ever-consistent hot finish, and, yeah, they're, they're firing on all, on all cylinders. It's, uh, it's not good to see, I guess. <laughs> good and bad, basically. Yeah. <laughs> good for, you know... I, I genuinely think Talkit has kind of brought a totally different structure. Uh, that word's been thrown around a lot this whole year. Um, you Even just watching games, you can see they're just way different when defending. Offense, they've been more or less the exact same since the coaching change. Uh, albeit Miller, I think, easily has to be the most changed man since then. Um since Tockett has come in, he is, I think, well over uh, point-per-game pace. Um, um, sorry, I got distracted there. Um, I think that bodes well for the Canucks for the long term, because they can see, you know, he still has it. And maybe they ch that changes their plans on 
maybe they don't get rid of him this summer, or at least maybe that boosts his trade value. Um, I know Aaron's very happy having him in fantasy about his little bump there. Yeah, a little bump. Yeah, <laughs> it was a painful many months, but it's been much nicer the last little bit here. Yeah, I think when we were bringing in a new coach, like a, a big talk was you need somebody that's going to, for lack of a better term, whip Miller into shape. Um, and clearly they have been working well together. Whatever talk it's doing, Miller has been responding to. And his just whole overall game has improved a lot. So that's been a really, really good positive for sure. Um, I can't say I'm too surprised with how they've been doing recently winning games. I know we all heard that they had the easiest schedule to finish off the season. But like you can't not give them credit for how they've actually been playing better. So if it carries into next season, good thing. Um, if it's just the same false hope that we've had many, many times, it's lost us out on draft picks, then... We might be a little more upset about that later. But for now, I think if we stick towards the positive that maybe this new coach is the change that we needed, then, yeah, I have to say I'm happy with it so far. Yep. And Demko's doing better now that he's, I mean, obviously healthy, but but he's on a bit more of a better streak yeah, he's recently. Yeah. yeah, that's nice to see because he had such a brutal start to the year. And then getting injured. So that's nice to see for him. Yeah. Um, also, you know, they're doing well. They have also got so many players on the team that are playing for jobs. So many either young uh, players or kind of one-year contracts that are playing for next year. So I think that that uh, is a piece of it as well to why they're, why they're finding success. Yeah, with the amount of wingers they have in the organization. <laughs> Every winger is fighting for their spot. Centers, not so much, but yeah. wingers, oh my god, it's a, it's a mess. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Um, last things last, I will talk about my avalanche for the for a little bit. Um, I won't talk for too, too long, because I'm pretty happy with how it's been recently. Um, we are... Keeping up with with the pace in our division, we're at high up there, and we have and we've given ourselves a good chance to win the division and possibly even the conference. I know it'll be a bit tighter for that. I think Vegas is gonna is gonna turn it on and, and look good going to the playoffs. But getting healthier, we got Johnson back um, the other day and McCarr back as well. He's been out and in and. A couple other players will be back, probably for playoffs. Um, Josh Manson, Franco's given us a bit better of a goalie depth, and hopefully Landis Gog will be back for the start of the playoffs. It doesn't sound like he's going to be here or going to be playing in the regular season, but um, playoffs should be swell. And then obviously, like we're talking, Lekkinen, um Oh, Rodriguez too should be back, so we'll have a have a solid. Top nine again, solid def- defense. If Sam Gerrard can quit making defensive zone mistakes, that would be amazing. Because every time I watch a game, he is. Did you uh, did you see uh, did you see the Clayton Keller goal last night? No, I did not. No, nope. <laughs> no. Okay, Clayton Keller scored a nice breakaway goal, but it was because Sam Gerrard fell once, gave the puck away. <laughs> chased down Keller, fell again, and Keller just, like, just did his thing against Georgiev, so. Yeah. Also, that's another guy I should talk about is Alexander Georgiev is playing unreal. I think he's tied for first in the league with five shutouts, top five in a bunch of goalie categories, so he's an, he's he's been an amazing pickup, too. So, we are flying. It should be excellent. There's still a lot of mistakes every single game, so they still need to tighten that up. But I think once they get more players back healthy, um, that should be that should be just fine. Also, I don't know if you guys have ever heard the name Dennis Mulligan before. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like five foot eight and like 150 pounds, but he's so good. He's a little bit small, but I'm hoping that he sticks and is a good part of the. He's a good uh, member of the 
top nine next year. He's he's incredibly skilled. He's just a bit small, so he hasn't really stuck anywhere before. But he's been playing Unreal the last few weeks as well. Um, do you guys have anything to say about the Avs? No. <laughs> no, didn't think so. Cool. No. That, that's all I got. Um, that'll take us to our trivia segment, I believe, Aaron, right? All right. So, trivia today. Uh, Corey, I don't know if you remember this, but you specifically requested a trivia a couple weeks ago now. Actually, probably a couple months ago. Oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not ready for this, but yeah, I, sure, okay. Today's trivia, um, we're going in reverse chronological order again, and yeah. it's not just going to be Corey, so Kyle and Max, feel free to help out, but we're going to name as many Stanley Cup final matches, so we want the winner and the loser, Ooh. and yeah. the amount of games that that series was won in. Oh, oh God. Okay, okay. All right. Corey, this is all you. And go. Okay. <laughs> Tell me, uh, I'm pre- I can do the teams, no problem. Oh. Um, the, the games, I won't be able to get all the games. But if I'm wrong, say say no, and then I'll then I can guess again. Okay, <laughs> sounds good. Oh jeez, really had it like I woke up from a nap like 30 <laughs> minutes ago. But... <clears throat> all right, um, we're starting. Yeah, I'm going to go. Okay, I can for sure go until uh, 2006 lockout, or sorry, 2005 lockout. Um, so I'm going to say, like, that I'm confident with. I can maybe go a few years okay. after, or, but for sure, I'm, I'm confident with that. Um, okay, we'll start with last year, 2022. Um, Colorado over Tampa Bay. Games was six games yes it was okay 21 i I would have known the games (laughs) oh man my the only reason i know is because that's my favorite team so yeah yeah um 21 tampa bay over montreal five games yes 20 tampa bay over Dallas, six games. Yeah. Okay. Jeez. Um, nineteen. St. Louis over Boston, seven games. Yep. Okay. Twenty eighteen. Washington over Vegas, five. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm just curious, Kyle and Max, if any of those game counts you thought in your head and were actually. I I thought the St. Louis one. I knew the same was seven. Yeah. Wow. Good job, Corey. All right. Keep going. That was it. (laughs) All right. 17. Uh, Penguins over Predators. Yep. Wow. It's going to be six games. Correct. Oh, my God. (laughs) That was my guess, too. Good job, Corey. Uh, 16. Penguins over Sharks. Mm -hmm. I believe it was five games. It was not. Oh, uh, okay. Then it's six games. It was six. <laughs> Darn, my first one. Okay. <laughs> rattled rattled a little impressive. bit. Okay. Uh, 15 was Blackhawks over Lightning. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was five. Nope. Oh, shoot. Okay, it's six. It's six. <laughs> Dang. When in doubt, guess six. <laughs> yeah. Well, you remember a seven. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah you and do. Yeah. You remember a seven and you remember a four. It's the five <laughs> and the six. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 2014 is LA over New York. And this one was five. Yes. Okay. Jeez. There we go. Uh, 13 was Blackhawks over Boston in six. Yes. Okay. 12 was LA over New Jersey in six. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh, 11, of course, was 
Boston over Vancouver in seven. R.I.P. Vancouver. Yep. R.I.P. That one. Um, <clears throat> when does that ESPN thing come out? Uh, the riots. Yeah. <laughs> There's no. I want, I'm on. I'm on. I'm, I'm flowing here. Okay. <laughs> Calm down, Kyle. <laughs> yeah. Don't interrupt. Twenty ten was Chicago over Philadelphia in six. Yes. Okay. Two thousand and nine, Pittsburgh over Detroit. Seven. Yep. Okay. Oh, two thousand and eight. Detroit over Pittsburgh, six. Yep. Okay. Um, 2007 was Anaheim over Ottawa in five. Yes. Okay. Uh, 06 was Carolina over Edmonton in seven. Yes. And then 05 was the lockout. And then I can do... A- 2004 was I'm going to stop there because that's what I said I would do but 04 was uh, Lightning over Calgary and I think it was 6 on that one it was and then not it, 6 okay it doesn't matter because I stopped I stopped seven. already seven. <laughs> you tapped out already <laughs> yeah. oh my god that was pretty impressive how many did I get wrong for the game two? Uh, only two I believe Good God! And both times you only won game off. Wow! Jeez! You really? And now? Oh my God! Next one, I see. I'd like to do it again, but then uh, picking where the location that they won. (laughs) Oh my God! (laughs) (laughs) That would be tough. I can do it right now. (laughs) Yeah. Do you want to start? Uh, no. uh, (laughs) No. Let's leave that one. All right. Well, I'm curious if any of our listeners were even close to guessing similar on those game counts, because that was pretty crazy. Um, because Max and Kyle weren't able to participate very much, Corey was pretty <laughs> dialed in there. Um, we're just going to throw a couple random rapid-fire Max-esque style questions in here about the exact same thing. We're going Stanley Cup finals. Um, this one would probably be pretty easy. What was the only year the Stanley Cup wasn't awarded? 2005. Good. Perfect. Yeah. All right. We're starting off easy. All right. Getting a little bit harder. When was the last time a Stanley Cup winning game was decided in overtime? Oh. Stanley Cup winning game was decided in overtime? Oh. Um. The series was won in five games. It was one of the ones that Corey just listed. Yeah, yeah. I would assume so. <laughs> See, one that sticks out to me is is the Patrick Kane goal against uh, oh Flyers. I, think I don't think that's the answer. Was that really too long ago? That's that was too long guess, ago. Yeah. But it's actually, it's oh, two is it LA over New York? It is when Martinez LA scored. Martinez over nice. New York. Exactly. Good job, Kyle. Poor Lundqvist. Yeah, that was sad. All right, next up. What is the longest overtime to win a Stanley Cup? So, again, series clinching game. Oh, it was three overtimes, right? And who won that one, Kyle? Uh, was that back in, like, the 80s or 90s, the Flyers? It was in 1996. 1996 would be the... Isn't that mm. your team? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, there yeah, you go. It be. was the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you would get that. Yeah, so it took me an extra second, but yeah, that was uh, oh fuck, who's they beat? Oh, that that was in Florida year. That was the Jersey year, right? That was the Florida year. Florida year, okay, yeah. That was when they beat them in four. Sweep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. What am I going to? Who scored that overtime winner? Do we know? No. It was. It was uh, someone random, I think. <laughs> Doug McClain? No, that's the coach. Yui Krupp. Oh my god. Yui Krupp. Yui Krupp? Is that how you say that? Yeah. Yui <laughs> Krupp. Right. Yui Krupp. What a guy. Your Krupp. Your... <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, I got two more for you guys here. When was the last time a Stanley Cup final series was swept? It wasn't that same series. It was another series. It was another series. Oh, yeah, I think you might have. Uh, that one was a sweep, but that was not the most recent. The most recent. Okay. Oh. Oh, oh boy. I... Is it when Carolina went to the finals and lost? Okay. It's pre two thousand, which should narrow it down quite a bit because it's there's only it's two years later than the ninety six year. Yeah. Well, it's not ninety nine, so it's either ninety seven or ninety eight. Okay. So it must be De- Detroit ninety seven. You got the team yeah. right, but the year wrong. Ah, uh, fuck. <laughs> but in your defense, those were both sweeps back to back. They swept in the finals. Oh. <laughs> It wasn't Carolina, it wasn't Florida. I don't know who they swapped. New Jersey? Uh, it was Washington. Oh. Uh, huh. All right, last one. When was the first ever Stanley Cup awarded? Oh. I think, Max, we talked about this one already, so you can't answer. Yeah. Is this 1800? Is it the 18s? <laughs> Did you see the 1800s? <laughs> no. Yeah. No? Oh. No. See, well, I was, I was thinking at least not up. according to my reliable source of Wikipedia. 1909. Later, like, no. 1919. No. Over or under? 1919 is too old. 1929. Close. Kyle, guess. <laughs> 1923. <laughs> Farther away. Twenty-seven. Yes. For bonus points, who won that cup? Oh God, are you kidding? <laughs> Canadians. Uh, the the Montreal Wanderers. <laughs> the who? The Montreal Wanderers. The Toronto <laughs> Arenas. No, and no. I'll tell Ottawa. you, this one really threw off Max when we were trying to figure it out earlier. I was Ottawa. 67. It was the Ottawa Senators, is what it says here. (laughs) They beat Boston in a 2-0 Stanley Cup final. As in 2-0 was the series for them to win. Man, I wish they still did that. The Canucks would have won in 2011. (laughs) 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 All right. Well, that's all we have for trivia this week. They won oh, two nothing. I guess it was. Series. How do you? Was... How do you win two nothing? What if it's three? Best of three. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> well, Max, you want to give us our fan question for the week? Yeah, perfect. Thank you. That was a funny trivia. My God, I can't believe Corey, how quickly you ripped through that. Another. Another one to do would be con Smythe winners. I feel like I could do that. Oh my god. I know that when Mikey listens to this episode, he's going to accuse you of cheating for that one, Corey. But we believe. <laughs> I'm not. We believe you. No, man. Thank you. <laughs> so, honor, honor system. We'll have to keep finding harder ones now. Apparently, we're too easy on you. Mm. We could do, like, conference finalists. That'd be a good one too. That'd be very. That'd be really you hard. Rebuild entire playoff brackets. Yeah. <laughs> or do who the who the who the starting goalie was for the game winning. Oh, like, oh, I like that one a lot too. Okay. We're just getting that one down. we're just getting further and further into each of these. <laughs> Every time we do these reverse order, we have to list off so much. I like that. Coach would be really hard as well. Coach would be. That would be. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, that's it for this episode. Um, we have another fan question for you guys, <clears throat> um, and it is to do with what we kind of talked about earlier. Um, you probably 
can guess what it might have been. It is, uh, will Daryl Sutter be fired? Uh, I'm going to say this off season is the kind of time parameters for that. Um, you kind of heard our pretty strong opinions uh, about it, so but we'd love to hear yours, and if there's any Calgary fans out there, you never know. Um, so yeah, that's about it for the fan question. I'll throw it to Aaron for the outro. Awesome. Thank you, Max. Uh, yeah, it's been a while since our last episode, so we missed you guys. Hope you missed us, too. Uh, hopefully, Mikey will be back with us soon. I know we've haven't had him around as much as we would like lately, but of course, everyone's schedules are a little bit crazy lately. Um, as always, please check out our social media. We have Instagram, Facebook, TikTok now is up and running. And other than that, we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.